The Moat Farm Murder. In 1903, the police were investigating Samuel Dougal on a forgery charge. They had caught him forging the signature of his girlfriend, Camille Holland, to draw money out of her bank account. As she hadn't been seen for four years, they were searching the house and garden to find a clue to her disappearance. The police digging team excavated an old drainage ditch and found a woman's body with a single bullet wound through the head. Nothing identifiable remained but her jewellery and her shoes, which were unusual enough to be recognised by her cobbler. The woman was Camille Holland, and the murderer was Dougal. Samuel Dougal had already served a year in prison for forgery when he met Camille Holland. Camille was a wealthy spinster, and unusually for a Victorian woman, she was extremely well educated and independent. She frequently travelled all over the world and kept in touch with her family, bringing home exotic souvenirs from places like Hong Kong and America. She had plenty of money inherited from her merchant father, and her bank book shows that she started giving money to Dougal not long after they met. Camille and Dougal moved into Moat Farm in 1899, pretending to be husband and wife because, in the Victorian period, people could not live together respectably if they were not married. There were tensions in the relationship from the start. Firstly, that Camille wouldn't sign the farm over to Dougal, and secondly, that he didn't give up his womanising, but started making advances towards the maid Florence. It got so bad that one night, only a few months later, Camille heard Florence screaming as Dougal tried to force his way into her room. And had to go and drag him out. After that, she slept in the maid's room. Two nights after the incident, Dougal took Camille out in the horse and trap for a ride. When the trap returned to the farm, Dougal was the only one in it. The next morning, Florence came downstairs to find Dougal breakfasting alone. He told her that Camille had gone on holiday. Florence obviously didn't relish the idea of being left alone with Dougal at the farm, and shortly her mother came to take her home. Over the next three years, Dougal stayed at Moat Farm and was a pillar of the community. Attending the local church and giving generously to local causes, using Camille's money to finance his lavish lifestyle, he also had a string of mistresses. However, he was clever. He was a brilliant forger and had written a series of postcards in Camille's name, which he persuaded his friends to send from America, making it seem as though she had just gone away. Because she often travelled, no one was suspicious that they had not seen her for a while. But eventually, the alarm was raised by Edmund Holland, Camille's nephew. He had a daughter, May, who was rather sickly, and she was a favourite of Camille, who used to write often and visit, bringing gifts for the girl. Unusually, they hadn't heard from Camille for a couple of years. Edmund knew nothing about Dougal or the Moat Farm, but in 1903 he alerted the police that Camille had gone missing, and they were on the lookout for any trace of her whereabouts, which is how they caught Dougal forging Camille's name at a bank in London. The police began their investigation inside the farm, looking for clues about Camille's disappearance. And then they began the grisly task of digging up the farm to find the body. There is a story that the police were not having much luck finding the body until Camille's dog Jack, who was still living at the farm, led them to a particular spot in the garden. This was identified by a labourer who used to work at the farm as the location of an old drainage ditch leading to the moat, which gave the farm its name. Suspiciously, it had been filled in in around 1899. When the police dug up the drainage ditch, they found a woman's body with a single bullet wound in the head. In those days, there were no forensics, DNA analysis, or dental records, so they had no way of identifying the body, except for the jewellery and her partly decomposed shoes. Camille had very small feet, size two, and she had to have her shoes especially made by a cobbler in London, Mould, who identified them as his work. Dougal was arrested, tried, and convicted. He was hanged for Camille's murder on the 14th of July, 1903, despite protesting his innocence all through the trial. 
However, a letter from Sergeant David Scott, who led the investigation, tells us of Dougal's final confession. He writes that when Dougal was about to be hanged, the chaplain held up the execution and asked him, Dougal, guilty or not guilty? When Dougal didn't answer, he asked again, and Dougal replied, guilty, and was hanged. Camille's dog, Jack, lived with a friend of Camille's in the village until he died, when he was stuffed and eventually donated to the museum. We have some objects on display on loan from Chelmsford Museum. We have a photograph album with original photographs from the case, Camille's shoes, a leather case which Dougal had with him throughout the trial, and the original courtroom illustration from the forgery trial. There is also a window pane on which Dougal has scratched his name while he was in custody. It is possible that he used a diamond and sapphire ring to scratch his name, which he was given as a present from Camille, and which has now passed to Camille's descendants.